what it is, what's up? Doing podcast again before I really got out of bed in the cut. <laughs> the Tell Us as a Societal Podcast. I gotta stop doing this shit. So, I saw a post, one of the first things I woke up to, because as a uh, Gen Z, of course, I wake up to Instagram every day. Uh, and apparently today is the 10th anniversary of Derrick Rose being awarded his first and only MVP. Uh, assuming nothing goes crazy for his, uh, or is he at again? New York Knicks tenure. He might win a sixth man of the year, but a little bit different in terms of clout. Um, I don't remember that season too fondly. I would say between 2007, um, the first Celtics title and I would, I mean, I would say it ramped up between then and the first Miami Heat title, but I watched the NBA more sporadically in that period of time. But I do have faint memories of the Mavericks uh, choke for the Heat. And that's probably the most prominent season I have of that, prominent memory I have of that season. But as I think we all know, that was, that was pretty much a couple different things the hate lebron had in the the media uh the the media i guess i forgot the actual term people use for it but i guess tiredness of lebron as this ultimate you know figure of success um kind of pivoted a lane for derrick rose the most relevant figure that the chicago bulls had since jordan and, you know, the Bulls had six titles. I mean, they were one of the preeminent franchises at that point. He he just had... I mean, not, not to take... Like, this isn't take anything away from his actual success as a player. But, like, he just had a pretty open lane to be that guy, at least in the Eastern Conference. And things worked out. He got the MVP. Uh, I would say even for people that, like, think that maybe he shouldn't have gotten over LeBron, it's still a very reasonable like, award to have given out to the guy, right? Because LeBron played with a rather death-strapped team that season, but he still played with, you know, three other all-stars and some other, eh, all right, contributors. Uh, and there's value in that. I mean, if you can just say, I know, like, it's a different period of time back nowadays where, like, you can just pretty much get whoever you want the buyout market. And then later on, Miami themselves did that in the latter parts of that run. But for that season, I mean, they just did not have anybody they got for the majority of that season, you know. And then they had a lot of older cats like Bibby and um, God, they had they had this one pop. Was it Joel Anthony? They had they had a, a bum ass Joel Anthony. I mean, they just did not have a very young team whatsoever. I think they were the oldest team to lead that season. In fact, uh, they, I'm pretty sure they were the oldest team or hovered around the oldest team for the majority of their tenure. Uh, but that season particularly was pretty bad. But I said all that to say that this is hypothetical that I saw in the comments of the Instagram post that really interested me. And I hope it does the same for y'all. So I'm going to pose it and then get out of here uh, and actually start talking about it. But the scenario basically was, and this dude was clearly like a Bulls fan or Chicago, or not, not fucking goodness gracious, a Bulls fan or a D Rose fan. But essentially, his idea was if you have Rose healthy and I guess basically have the majority of their core intact for. Let me let me read what he said verbatim. Given a bit more time and no injuries, D Rose would prevent LeBron from winning four rings. 
And to me, that's absolutely asinine because Rose's style of play directly led to the injuries. And then two, Miami would have been even higher than they actually ended up being if they did themselves and not have injuries. But I'm going to talk about that after the break. Let me get some water in and get my, get my ish together real quick. Stay after the, the break. So for the structure of this, we're going to pretty much just take it down from the top and then just go from there. So we have about, let's let's think about carry over here. 2010, we have the Bulls and Heat, obviously. 2011, uh, you know, the the Bulls got knocked out first round. I believe they, this is when, like, Rose first started having injury issues. Uh, another Heat gentleman sweep in 2012. 2013, first round loss to the uh, the Wizards. 2014-15, uh, pretty much the last year their quarter was together, I think. Last quarter of the year, their last year the court core core was together, uh, and they lost the Cavs. So we'll just keep it to the Heat for a second. And uh, the first two years out of this span, I mentioned. First in the, I believe the entire East, and then first in the Central Division, which is also the division that the um, the Cavs are in. All right, so let me see. I'm trying to find. Uh, okay, so yeah, I want to see their injury. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So he got hurt in the playoffs. Did he not? Let me see. Yeah, more of the season ending injury. Of Rose, who got hurt in the first round against the Sixers, uh, lost three in a row. No, Noah got hurt in game four and five. No, got hurt in game three and after four and five, and they lost uh, to an eight seed. So yeah, that that did happen. I mean, you could contend that based on what I'm seeing record wise, and them keeping pretty much the entire core together. This might have been... Wait, hold on. This is the heat. No, they did They did decrease by about 12, uh, 12 wins from the 2010 season to this one. So, it doesn't appear to be much better, but looking at the roster... Omir Oshik. Holy shit, I haven't seen that name in a while. Omir Oshik, Carlos Boozer, Ronnie Brewer, Jimmy Butler. I don't think he was on the previous season. Um, I, I could be wrong about that. I don't think he was in the previous season. Uh, Luol Dang, Todd Gibson, Richard Hamilton. Uh, is that Rip Hamilton? Yeah, that's Rip Hamilton. God, he had to be old as fuck by this point. Goodness gracious. <laughs> Rip Hamilton to be old as fuck by this point. Uh, Mike James. Holy shit, Mike James. Wow. He doesn't fucking old-ass names. Kyle Corver, John Lucas, Joakim Noah, D. Rose, Calabrini, and C.J. Watson. Um, if you look at things, how they transpired, they were eight wins higher than the Pacers, uh, four wins higher than the Heat. I think they actually swept the Heat in the regular season, the preceding season. Uh, let's see. 
Miami. They were. Wait. It. Wait. It doesn't. It doesn't have a record for them against. Wait. Wait. What the fuck? It doesn't have a record for them against Chicago. It has a record of Miami and Chicago. I don't. I don't understand why. But okay. I'm pretty sure they played Miami multiple times. They okay. So zero one. Oh, one and one. It should play four times, I would think. This is this, this is lockout season two. Uh, two and one, and two and two. So they finished two and two against Miami in this season. I think it went four zero oh, and four or four zero oh, against them uh, in that season. Uh, let's see. Duh, 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 duh. Jimmy Butler didn't start any season. It's pretty much like this is like rookie Jimmy Butler. Uh, D Rose. Played 39 games, started get 39 games. I don't know what the fuck happened that made him only play 39 games, but uh, pretty much a worse season across the board for him and everything except assist. Uh, he has shot field goal percentage and three point percentage uh, dropped 35 minutes a game. Holy fuck, dude! <laughs> Yo, Tibbs' fucking system is fucking toxic, dude. That's fucking. T- that's crazy that he had them fucking. They, I mean, they just like they lost. They lost Keith Bogans and Gennaro Pargo. Uh, also lost Kurt Thomas and Rasul Butler, who actually did do a little bit of something on that Miami series last time. Uh, traded traded for the rights to Miritich, which would have panned out for Norris Cole and Malcolm Lee, uh, but. I would say Butler, Rich, Richard Hamilton, and Mike James, like, kind of a W, but kind of not a W. Kind of a W. I'm not sure. Kind of a W. <laughs> I, don't, I really don't know. Kind of a W. Uh, but this, I don't think this is a better team than the preceding team. And I, obviously, as with many of those Bulls teams, they just did not have a ton of depth once you took out uh, Rose of the equation. Which, I mean, teams back then didn't have a fucking amazing amount of depth. But for, for what was... Considering that same like general aura of the Thunder, the Spurs, the Mavs, the Lakers, the Heat, uh, the Bulls always just had a real issue as far as depth went, and they always seem like the most regular season pretenders out of that group of uh, of stars. I guess the Pacers too, to some degree. Uh, so moving from there, I don't think it matters injury or not what's happened. They're not beating the Heat that season. I mean, you can just look at the, look at the names I just listed out there and ask yourself if they're beating the fucking Heat. They're not. That's the that's the that's the conclusion of that. Uh, in 2012, what did I say that happened to them again? Uh, 2012. Yes, yeah, the loss to the Nets and then lost to the Heat four and one. I think this was a series where they, um, I think fucking like Wade was either Wade or Boss was like hurt hurt as hell, and James and the other of the big three had to like hard carry. Let me let me double check on that. I don't want to just. Just say shit, but let me double check on that one. Uh, go up, scroll up, scroll up, scroll up, scroll up. I think this is really fun to like look at because I, I do believe that a lot of what transpired as far as the success of the 2010s, Derrick Rose has mentioned a lot of that. Like, you, re- you think about point guard MVPs, Westbrook and Curry, Rose always gets mentioned in that, and with a similar style of play to Westbrook and kind of the same 
where did this guy come from factor that Curry had. It's fun to see that guy, Rose, still has so much impact, even though he pretty much had the first MVP of the entire decade and for better or for worse, kind of flashed away as a prominent star player after 2013 or so. Um, and then you just think about the Bulls. I mean, they, for a brief period of time, had the same amount of, I guess, hope that they did with Jordan. And, you know, Garpats was vindicated for just a couple of seasons, which, I mean, it made some very interesting moves around the margins as far as draft and shit like that went. Having your C.J. Watsons and all that, but it just did not pan out after that. All right. So, Derrick Roseman's entire season, the 2012 season, was still recovering from torn ACL. Bulls managed a 45-37 record, 5C in the East. Uh, the Bulls ended the 20-game, 27-game winning streak for the Heat and the 13-game uh, winning streak for the Knicks. So they were a very tough. Uh, they were they were bothersome. That's basically what they were. They were very bothersome, <laughs> and that's not a great spot to be in. But that's what they were. Uh, roster: Lewin Mudson, Marco Bellinelli, Carlos Boozer, Jimmy, Daquan Cook, Luol Dane, Todd, Rip Hamilton, Kirk Heinrich. Uh, I don't think was Kirk not in the preceding team. I know he was in 2010. I guess he was on the preceding one. I didn't see him on there. Nazir Muhammad, Joe Keen, uh, D-Rose was hurt. Nate Robinson, Marcus Teague, Malcolm Thomas. It's pretty decent uh, decent names on there. Uh, they traded Corbin for cash considerations. I'm not sure why you would do that. That doesn't make sense to me. Corbin would be in a stud in the Hawks as well. That's fucking stupid, but whatever. what can you do? Um, a lot of frigid moves. A lot of frigid moves. Uh, a lot of subtractions to Bonnie Brewer, John Lucas, C.J. Watson, R.P. C.J. Watson, and Amir Ashik. Uh, Amir Ashik. Uh, I mean, there's not really much to say here. I mean, this is the best Heat team out of the entire run. Uh, they beat the shit out of them. I, mean, I don't know what else to say. They just are not losing to... I'm not even looking at this from a Miami's perspective at this point. Like, I'm just, like, kind of listing what they are as a as an entity and an enemy. They're just not losing at this point to the... the like. Healthy Rose or not, that's not a roster that's comparing. Like, who the fuck? <laughs> like, they, like, two-year Jimmy Butler against LeBron, right? Or, like, I, I know Wade was showing, like, some wear and tear from, at, at moments in this point. But, like, it, it's, they just figured out, like, look, oh, let's just go to, let's go to the roster. Let's just look at the roster for a second. I'm just going to scan over and kind of tell you why like, this isn't happening. Okay, so Ray Allen, Chris Anderson, Birdman, Joel Anthony, Shane Battier, Chris Bosh, Mario Chalmers, Norris Cole, Udonis Haslam, Juwan Howard, James LeBron, uh, James LeBron, LeBron James, James Jones, Rashard Lewis, Mike Miller, and Dwayne Wade. They just did not match up in depth or anything like that. Like, they finally had some decent point guard play. Well, I say point guard play, but... I think Chalmers and Cole was kind of the same person a little bit, but Chalmers was like a, like an evolved version of him, a digivolved version. But Chalmers was clutch. He was a good defensive guard. Uh, he just was an ass. He, not an asshole, but he was just like someone that was going to like hold everybody accountable, even though he's like kind of a younger player himself. Um, but he was just that dude. He was the right guard for them to get. Uh, he actually was not too young. He was only two years 
younger than Chris Bosh. So he wasn't too young. He actually was the same age as LeBron. No, no, no. He's two years younger than LeBron, too. I don't know. I just thought he was a little bit younger than the rest of those guys. But shout out to Mario Chalmers. Uh, not really much else to say. That's just not a comparable team. 2013-14, uh, like the first round sweep for the Bulls. Uh, they finished fourth now. And let's see if they did anything of note. Uh, they did they didn't do anything of note, obviously. But I just want to see if they came back. So after a year absence, Rose came back. Uh, holy shit. <laughs> this isn't funny whatsoever, dude. I'm sorry, but like, it's just kind of crazy not to... Rose returned to action during the season opener in Miami, but on November 22nd, 2013, he injured his meniscus in the right knee and was once again put on injured reserve. So at this point, I think it's clear to say that we can talk about the 14 or the 15, yeah, the 14, 15 um, Bulls and, and Cavs series, but at this point, I think it's pretty clear to anybody of like, like non-biased acumen that there's no way to like like sit here and say that LeBron's tenure really changed by healthy roles. Like those series might be more interesting, but a the Bulls were not the same level as the Heat anyway. Injuries be damned. And then at the same time, there's no way to see what like Rose basically missed two seasons in a row. Well, actually. Yeah, he did miss two seasons in a row. So, I mean, like, he only played 10 games in this season and missed the entire season. And then he's out for the basically the entire playoffs. I mean, he only played one, like, a, a bit of one game. And he got his shit hurt. So, we didn't even see how he f- was going to play in that playoffs. And then he got hurt in the 2010 playoffs. So, it's like, we don't even know what the fuck Rose looked like as a full-time playoff performer. Up until this 2014 season where he got bounced in the conference semifinals. I, I just don't understand how you even project what Rose would look like. That That's really what gets me. Like, it's just, you can say that shit and it sounds good, but it's like, there's no way of possibly knowing what Rose looks like as a, a full-time player. To, to my to my eyes, you know, to my eyes. But maybe, maybe some people feel differently about that, I guess. And he only played, like, like I said, I mean, the lockout season... He only played 39 games in that, too. So it's not like he only he played like half the total games that of like Boozer who played 66. So it's like, what what are we what are we making of this? A guy that was pretty much used as like a fucking relief hitter in terms of like games played. <laughs> I don't I don't understand how you say, oh, this LeBron, like off rip. OK, so let's just let's let's go back to that central claim. LeBron like doesn't win like four of his rings or loses one or two out of them because of Rose. 2012 and 2013. He's not losing either of those because of a healthy fucking Rose. He's not. <laughs> okay, so the the back half, the back two, uh the 2015 and the I guess the 2021. <laughs> you can't even make a make an argument for the 2021. Like that's not even you can't even, like, contest that, but let's say a 2015 one. So you have a Cavs team that is better than the one that beat a healthy Rose and a MIP Butler. And, like, the la- like literally last year this core was together. That, that, that team did have a legitimate chance to beat the hurt 2014 Cavs squad. 
the let me say it again the hurt 2014 Cavs squad Love got his fucking shit torn out of his fucking socket by Kelly Olynyk, and Kyrie was dealing with injuries like repeatedly throughout that season again a hurt to and even uh, LeBron fucked his back up in this uh in this series this was not an even 100% like Cavs team and they still lost 4-2 I know that it was kind of based around like a crazy ass shot by LeBron. Uh, I think Paul Gasol, from what I understand, got hurt. Jared J- Smith was suspended for uh, games one and two. I think he got in a, uh, a fight with, uh, I think it was Olenek, I'm pretty sure. And let's looking at it. Uh, Rose had an injury scare. Uh, injury scare. Uh, Joakim Noah shoved a fan. Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. Yeah, Rose is the crazy ass shot to put him up to one. And let's see, let's see, let's see. Yeah, Paul Gasol got hurt in that game, game three. So, I, you know, that was probably their best chance to get a title outside of that first, uh, first seed season they had in the East. But I mean, like. I think people, like, overdo, like, their chances, like, legit winning that. But, I mean, like, I would say they had a better team than what was left of the fucking, of the, uh, of the cast by that point. But, like, it still isn't, like, cut and dry, right? Like, you look at this roster. Let me, let me see. Let me see, let me see, let me see, let me see. Let me see. Uh, let's go down to roster. Cameron Baustow, Aaron Brooks, Jimmy Butler, Mike Dunleavy, a, a, a hurt Paul Gasol, Todd Gibson, I think Kirk Heinz on his way out by this point, Doug McBuckets, <laughs> Nikola Meritich, Nazir Muhammad, Etwan Moore, Joakim Noah, Derek, and then Tony Snell. Uh, you look at how did how did the minutes break? Let me see how the minutes broke down in that. Okay, so Cameron Bass, Bear style, 26 minutes. Billy Barron, holy shit, who's that? I only played five games. Uh, let's not talk about the irrelevant motherfuckers. Uh, Doug, Doug McDermott only played four games, uh, but I got 28 minutes somehow in four games and didn't play many more. Are, are these playoff statistics? Are these summer league? My bad. What the fuck is wrong with me? <laughs> uh, let's see. Rugby season. Rugby season. Rugby season. They didn't list. They didn't list how I went for regular season. Okay. Well, Wikipedia, you kind of fucked me. I look like a fucking idiot now. But, uh, yeah. Anyway, they're, they're, they're a pretty decent team. I mean, all things considered, I wouldn't say, like, this is messing with the Warriors. Like, they do have more depth. And they can actually beat the Warriors in a pretty... It's either this season or the season after where they beat the Warriors in, like, a, a like televised game. I want to say it was the next season. I think they broke the streak that the Warriors had, I think. I want to say that was them. Either them or the Celtics. But... Yeah, so I mean, they were pretty good. Like, they, they were they were a pretty good team. They where their seeding was. Yeah, they had a fifty win season. I think they were the top three seed, top three seed, number three seed. Um, probably their best chance to get a title, I would say. I just think like it, it's probably like a little bit delusional to say they're beating a healthy like Cavs team. Like you have who Todd and. Paul against Love. 
probably a way different challenge than having them instead of like fucking James Jones and shit, you know? I think that's just something to consider right there. But, you know, I, I'll, I'll allow people to say whatever they want to say about this one, but I just don't think that it's fair to, to pretend as if like, if you lose 4-2, regardless if you were up 2-1 or not, if you lose 4-2 to that Cavs team, you're probably going to lose to that Warriors team. They need a pretty much superstar level play to counteract like, Maybe Rose against Curry goes well, but then Clay against who? Who was their? Fu- oh yeah, I forgot that they they went small ball and had Iguodala at the the three, and then had uh, Draymond at the what the the four and David Lee at the five. That lineup, uh, like fucking terror on defense, Iggy is probably taking Butler at the game entirely for the most part. And then you'd have to have Butler also play like probably what thirty-five minutes. They also have to defend Clay, who, who didn't have the greatest series of all time, but was still a threat, you know, moving off screens and all that shit. It's, it's hard for me to see how they match up in that one. It really is. It really. Let, let's see how that. Let's see how that one game played out. I think they played once, but they might have played twice. Two thousand and fifteen, what fourteen, fifteen, fourteen, fifteen, Warriors versus Bulls. And I'll call, close after this because obviously the other. 2020k and like make an argument for that. Okay, so in their first, I believe it's their first game. This was a 17 and two Warriors against 12 and eight Bulls. They won by 10. Uh, let's see the bot score. I know you can't really make anything of this, but Draymond Green had 31 fucking points with 11 of 20 at 7 of 13 from three. Dude, this 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 confident Draymond before like, he just became like a fucking like basically a point guard that can't shoot or score was fucking just a built different. But they had four guys or five guys with eleven plus points, uh, and played a nine minute rotation. Bulls played a ten minute rotation. Uh, Miritich and Snell got eight minutes or less. Uh, Paul Gasol played thirty six minutes. Butler played forty four. Rose played thirty one. Joaquin played thirty three. That's pretty much how those things went for them. Just an insane amount of minutes. Rose went 2 of 11. Uh, Paul and Butler pretty much hard carried on the scoring output. And Noah also went like pretty much almost perfect from the floor. Let's see the other game they played. They should have played one more game. Yeah, 2017 or 2015. So yeah, this was the very hot, highly contested one. So it was 36 and 7 Warriors who lost by 2 to the 30 and 17 Bulls. Uh, <laughs> holy fuck. Rose played 42 minutes, Paul 41, Joaquin 40, Kirk Heinrich 38, and Antonio Snow played 22 minutes. Uh, I believe Jimmy Butler was hurt in this game uh, for whatever reason. I don't know. Uh, Clay 42, Curry 42, Harrison Barnes 39. I don't think Harrison Barnes was in the other other bot score. Um, Draymond 39 and Marie Space 21. Dave Lee played 30 minutes off the bench. So they pretty much had the working like machinations of that like, Lee was their go-to dude uh with that that five-man lineup. But they I don't think they ran it too often. You know, it's kind of just like a it's, it was their death lineup, but it wasn't used very often yet. And Clay had 30, Curry had 21, Barnes had 12. So pretty much a more of an off day for their their main two. Uh but you know, they they did their thing. I just don't see how this would have been a W for 
Like with the death lineup, I just don't see how they could have won. That's just my opinion. I don't see what they could have done with, to get around that. Um, that's it. I don't know what else to say. That, that's it. I hope you all enjoyed this. Uh, it's probably, what, 20 minutes? 23 minutes? Ah, oh, shit. Uh, peace. <laughs>